0: Podcast, Superwoman Smarts, Activating Leadership and Substance. I am your host, Andrea Y. Wilcox. Today's episode is an interview with Rafael Jimenez, one of many first responders called to duty at the World Trade Center site in New York City on September 11, 2001. Born in Bridgeport, Connecticut, Rafael was raised in Brooklyn, New York and eventually settled in New Jersey. After graduating from high school in 1975, Rafael enlisted in the U.S. Air Force and served in the Air Force and New Jersey Air National Guard until his retirement in 2008. In 1986, Rafael first began pursuing his passion for business ownership as a part-time videographer, focusing primarily on weddings and corporate events. Today, however, his company, Premier Event Video Productions, specializes in business profiles, documentaries, reality and live video, as well as entertainment and technology segments. But before we jump right into the interview, I have to tell you about my new website, www.superwomansmarts.com where you will find more timely, useful, and reliable content geared to women who want to grow personally and professionally. To learn more, just visit www.superwomansmarts.com and become a free registered member. Today, Raphael shares with us a story about discovering leadership qualities within yourself and finding the courage to fulfill your vision. Raphael, welcome to the program. Do tell us more. You know, tell us a little bit more about yourself and um, how you got to be where you are today.
1: I retired from the military after 32 years of service in the Air Force. After retirement, I knew I didn't want to live in New Jersey, where I've lived pretty much my entire life. Mm-hmm. So I met my wife, uh, Selena, at that time. After dating her for a few months, I decided to settle in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. During that time, uh, just like a lot of other people, I had trouble transitioning into uh, the civilian life. Mm -hmm. So I started looking for work, uh, which was Very difficult around the time that I was looking. The economy had uh, taken a dive. Sure. About a year or two after retirement, that I thought maybe this would be a good time for me to start my own business. Isn't that exciting? Yes. Yes.
0: So now let's talk about 9 11, you know, on that day. I know a lot of us remember and will never forget where we were at the time that we heard. Where were you when you first heard the news?
1: Well, on uh, 9-11, I was actually in the military. I was uh, stationed at McGuire Air Force Base, uh, and I was with the New Jersey Air National Guard at the time, uh, the 108th uh, Air Refueling Wing. And so when uh, we heard about the attacks at the World Trade Center and at the Pentagon, we were actually, it was close to 9 o'clock in the morning. Usually, we take a break around 9 Mm a.m., and... uh, we watched television, so uh, when we came into our break room, we we saw that there, there was a news story uh, on there about uh, the World Trade Center. At that time, uh, folks thought it was a plane crash. Sure. Uh, of course, uh, we ended up watching uh, the uh, second plane hit the World Trade Center tower uh, mm-hmm. live on television, mm-hmm. as most Americans it did. Right. So we. Uh, immediately knew that it was a terrorist attack Mm -hmm. and uh, at that point we just didn't know what was gonna happen next we ended up uh, sitting around where our base was restricted we couldn't leave Uh, no one can come in so at that point we ended up um, uh, just waiting for our our, our orders
0: orders right
1: and our orders came from our commander to respond to the uh, World Trade Center Mm -hmm. and uh, our primary duty uh, was to provide light and power to uh, the areas surrounding the World Trade Center site. All the power was knocked out at that time, and there were uh, there was nowhere for any of the rescuers to to, to get uh, power and, and light. So we responded and we arrived. I would say sometime after 5:30 p.m.
0: Mm-hmm
1: and we ended up uh, we ended up setting up power and after the power was set up we ended up helping out with the rescue efforts Mm -hmm. uh recovery uh doing some searching the the day was a very very long day we we ended up arriving one of the first things that i remembered uh when i arrived was this terrible smell Mm -hmm. it was a obviously there was uh, there were a lot of fires and there was a lot of uh, debris Mm -hmm. that was scattered through the air and uh we immediately set up lighting after that we started the uh search operation and we ended up uh spending a couple of weeks there wow actually uh, we ended up uh setting up uh each day we would set up lights and after we we did our duties and we helped out with mm-hmm. the search and rescue uh, mm-hmm. there was a lot of destruction there at the time uh, we didn't even know where to begin as far as the uh, search effort mm-hmm. um we also uh, we witnessed a lot of um, a lot of good there were people there there that uh, volunteered their time and mm-hmm. sacrificed their lives uh, we didn't know what we were getting into when we arrived actually it was uh, it was a lot. The destruction was a lot greater than what we had uh, seen on Could television. Could ever imagine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: so talk about the the search and rescue a little bit. You yeah. know,
1: well, search and rescue was uh, the there were there was debris scattered uh, throughout the, uh, the Lower Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the search and rescue was actually uh, centered around the two World Trade Center towers that collapsed. And also World Trade Seven. There was a third building that collapsed um, after it was uh, damaged, severely damaged. Mm-hmm. Several hours later, that building collapsed. But uh, a lot of the um, a lot of the rescue effort was centered around these two buildings. And what made it difficult, obviously, was um, the amount of debris that was there. Mm-hmm. And moving the debris was something that was done very carefully because we didn't know uh if there were survivors and if there were we didn't want to accidentally injure or kill anyone so mm-hmm. it, it was a very delicate process sure. the process went on obviously for several months but um uh, we didn't find any survivors after i believe the first couple of days so you stopped, uh, yeah. so at, at that point it became a, a recovery uh, mm-hmm. effort mm-hmm. but uh it, it was a very delicate process and um, everything had t- to be removed carefully and cataloged and taken to a, uh, another site where uh, they, it was sift through the uh, debris. Um, there were countless uh, bodies and mm-hmm. body parts and uh, it was just a sheer destruction to a level I've never seen before.
0: Right. I'm sure, I'm sure. So, coming back now to where we are today and looking back at that, you know, it changes you, certainly. You yeah, know, yes. So you learned something about people and something about yourself. You know, what did you learn about people? What were some of your observations about people?
1: Well, the one thing that I took away from this uh, I learned about people was the good that, uh, that, uh, that, that uh, comes out of people when uh, we're in situations like this. There were so many good people and so many supportive people that uh, that helped during the recovery not only in the recovery but uh, for the years that followed uh, people uh, a lot of good came out of uh, of such a bad uh, mm-hmm. situation. Uh, people were supportive and, and giving and especially in New York uh, New York is, has always been a city where people, don't uh, communicate. Don't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. It, uh, people go about their business without right. even looking at each other. Sure. But, but um, for the years that followed, you know, uh, New Yorkers as well as Americans were uh, changed. It changed. Uh, you know, it, uh, this country's changed since 9/11. Uh, it, it, it's made a drastic change. It's you know, it post 9/11 mm-hmm. and pre 9/11. Of course. Uh, after 9-11 uh, everything's changed about uh, but us as a nation right so.
0: now do you feel like people have you know it's been a while now do you feel people you know kind of s- not slip back but it- you still see the change you think it's lasting this change that you saw
1: it's uh, for the most part it is mm-hmm. uh, there are people that do forget uh, obviously uh, with any war and any um, any tragic situation like this there are those people that uh, that either don't care to remember or don't remember. Or don't. Uh, there are a lot, of, uh, a lot of children that are, are born uh, post 9-11 that, uh, to them, they read about it in history books. Right. So they don't see, uh, they didn't personally experience the, uh, the loss uh, and uh, the uh, tragedy personally. So. That happened there.
0: Now what did you learn about yourself? from this experience?
1: Well, what I learned about myself was uh, and I'll go back one month uh, prior to 9-11 on 8-11, August 11th, I went in front of a promotion board uh, for my promotion uh, to to Master Sergeant. Um, One of the things that uh, I had to uh, show the board was that I had good leadership skills uh, and I was I was asked a series of questions and all that would uh, that would ultimately uh, decide whether or not I get promoted. Mm-hmm. Um, one month later, of course, uh, at 9/11, uh, you know those uh, those skills were actually put to the test.
0: Yeah, you remembered those questions.
1: Yes, you, you thought yes.
0: about that later. Yeah,
1: I'm sure. I, I did. Uh, I and actually I was I was told uh, it was actually at the World Trade Center that I was told I was promoted. Wow. Uh, It was uh,
0: because actions speak louder than words don't they
1: they do they do and uh, what I found was I found that uh, What my limitations were and uh, I found out that I could do things That uh, I didn't think I could do before. Wow. Uh, That was actually getting promoted um, I went immediately uh, I was being tested I was being tested immediately uh, after my promotion, and uh, so what I've learned about myself was that uh, that I can do greater things than I thought I could. And it was one of those things that I just didn't uh, didn't imagine uh, until until I put myself
0: uh, awesome. through
1: that. So, and then shortly after that, we didn't really have any break after that uh, because uh, immediately after 9-11 we had to return to our uh, home base mm-hmm. and prepare for deployment and at that point again I was sent out I was the first one sent out with my group and I was in charge of a, um, a small group uh, of uh, of individuals that uh, really stepped up and uh, I you know I really found out what my leadership skills were then
0: put to the test yes. right wow so that's that's awesome that is good information I mean that is it's really insightful you know when we because we do limit ourselves sometimes with our own thoughts that's a lot of you know what i talk about how we the the other people don't limit us sometimes it's our ourselves you know that we are limited by so the skills you talked about you know afterward or when you were put to the test you discovered some skills that perhaps weren't being used to their weren't being maximized that you were able to put into uh put to the test immediately. You know, what was the hardest transformation for you to make?
1: Well, the hardest transformation uh, for me to make was um, actually um, the, the hardest transformation was for me to uh, realize what I could do. Uh, I For many years, I didn't think I had it in me to do certain things. Uh, I also had to learn to put uh, my needs on the back burner when it came to doing uh, my mission and uh, doing my work. Uh, a lot of times, you know, a lot of us complain about working long days and, and, and having to travel when we don't feel like it and, and uh, traveling to places that, uh, that are undesirable. Uh, I've learned basically to put my needs or or the needs of the mission before my own. Mm-hmm. So I I think one of the one of the things that I've learned was that uh, I need to focus on what's important
0: uh,
1: beyond my needs.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So let's talk about you know books. You know what have you read lately that uh, really captivated you?
1: Well. Um, Two books that I uh, because I'm not a book reader, but uh, two books that actually um, um, caught my attention. One was actually because I, I'm working on a, a project, but it was um, uh, the first book was written by Dan Rather. It was uh, a book called uh, Rather Outspoken, mm. and was basically uh, about Dan Rather's life and uh, how he became a journalist and. Uh, and I found that very intriguing first because I I love watching Dan Rather. I've watched him for many years and uh, I got to read some of the true stories behind his career uh, leading up to uh, to him um, leaving uh, CBS and one of the things that I've learned about uh, him was that he always seeks truth uh, regardless of whether or not it would cost him his career. Is mm-hmm. it? Uh, at some point he ended up uh, being dismissed by CBS because he told the truth about uh, certain events and it wasn't uh, it was something that uh, that his employer didn't agree with so it ended up costing his career mm-hmm. but of course he ended up uh, uh, picking up other uh, other work but and then of course the second one was Superwoman Smarts. Mm-hmm. It's uh, of course, uh, was a book there that I read uh, working on my project uh, and what I found with that book uh, there was one particular chapter that stood out in that and that was uh, Valentina yes and Valentina she traveled the same road I did Uh, she moved from one location to another didn't uh, couldn't find employment Mm -hmm. And at that point, she decided to start her own career. Absolutely. And uh, I had already done that prior to that, but I, what I found there was I saw that, hey, I'm not the only one that, uh, that, uh, that did that. I, I went for a couple of years looking for work and could not find anything because of how the economy was. And so I spoke to my wife and at that point, decided that uh, maybe I need to start my own uh, um my own business. So Absolutely. So Valentina's uh story it was resonated sort of, with
0: you. Yeah, yes.
1: it, it did. It was sort of parallel, uh, you know, the fact that she had to move uh with her husband and and uh and family make and, her uh, and yeah. make her own way. And make her own way. So that's what I did. I made mm. my own way. So that was a story there that I uh I found uh, to be uh very interesting and uh, very close to me. Good,
0: good, good. And so now for our listeners, you know, what are the three biggest takeaways for them today? They've heard about your experience with 9-11. You know, what would you like them to remember once we're off this call?
1: Well, uh, the one thing that uh, I'd like, uh, or three things Mm -hmm. that I'd like them to remember is that uh, don't Place limitations on yourself. Uh, don't say that you can't do something. Um, uh, don't. Uh, it, it's it's one thing to, to to say I can't do it, but uh, to step up and try it. You know, I I would, and I'm. I've had uh, failures in my life, and even with business, it's been difficult. But I've reached a point now where I'm. I'm glad I, I took those risks and took uh the time to actually uh start a business um the other thing that i see that that people uh um should take away is also that uh, there are good in a lot of people i i see uh, i see good in people every day uh especially after 9 11. i've seen so many people um that are very yeah, you know, just very nice and very. Uh, um, I don't know what the word is, mm-hmm. but there are good people on this planet, mm-hmm. and I guess that's what I. There are good people on this planet, and the the third thing was, and I didn't talk about this earlier, but uh, there were three things that I t- I took with me when I left the military and in the Air Force, we have what they call all core, core values. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have three core values and uh, they are integrity first, service before self, and excellence in all we do. Those are the three things that I live by. Uh, and, um, you know, integrity to me, uh, the Air Force has a long explanation as to what integrity means. Uh, is but to me integrity is doing the right thing even when people aren't looking right that's being you know honest and uh, and doing um, doing the right thing uh, at all times mm-hmm. and then uh, service before self is putting the needs of the mission or putting the needs of others before yourself mm-hmm. uh, I think that's very important um, because it's uh, it's 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 a way of not being selfish and and not uh, and not just thinking about yourself. And then uh, the third one, excellence in all we do, is basically just be the very best in all you do. Being being very uh, um, just do things uh, to the very best of your ability. And those three things uh, are things that I live by, even after my military career. Excellent,
0: I love it, I love it. So how do we get in touch with you? If anybody has questions or they just want to spend more time hearing your story.
1: <laughs> well, uh, uh, there uh, you can reach out to me on Facebook, on my website, which is uh, premiereeventvideo.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and folks can also reach out to me uh, through the email uh, on, on that website.
0: Okay. Excellent, excellent.
1: And I I don't know if I I have a number. but uh, (laughs) And also, uh, you can reach out to me at uh, my business number, which is uh, area code 828-585-9776.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your story and sharing uh, that information with us. I know, you know, there's a lot there. There are lots of nuggets. And uh, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Now that you join me in thanking Raphael for his service to our country. The world needs more leaders like him. I hope this podcast has helped you find your own leadership strength. Please use it to reach your full potential. Of course, I'm available for expert opinion, motivational keynotes, workshops, and limited consulting. You can book me for your next conference or training event. Just email me at awilcox at intrepidbizstrategies.com. If you're involved in a book club, you can find my newest book, Superwoman Smarts, on Amazon. At the end of the book, I have included a list of discussion questions. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great week, and please share this podcast with others who may find it helpful or insightful. Get smart, get busy,
1: get it done.